Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Sweeper Podcast. Here with you again is Boss and Arvin. All right, so it's been I think halfway through the international break, and we're almost there, guys. We're almost back to normal football. I mean, club football. And uh, in today's episode, we'll be covering about Manchester United. So, first question to you, Arvin: What do you think is going on at Manchester United? Well, United as a club, I believe, is since the last five years, since Ferguson left, has been going through a transition. Solskjaer, for me, being a legend of the club, gave it some sort of stability. And, but there's just so much dysfunction. We discussed this as an, in an earlier episode, boss, when we said that the best their best defender is not even the center back it's probably the right back mm-hmm. and their midfield are too offensive minded there is no defensive cover in their midfield unless Scott McTominay plays or um, Matic plays and i don't think they're good enough anymore or they can sustain it for a whole season uh, especially Matic being old yeah some say that they need a winger again too but my point is that I think that this team is just not balanced. There is something off about this team. They might win one game 5-0 and 6-0, and then the next game they might lose 6-1, depending on how the other team lines up. It's not on them. It's on it's on the other team, honestly. And we have seen that this whole season. I'm worried about United, not because of anything else, but I think they need someone. I don't think... I think Solskjaer is good enough as a man-manager, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's good enough as... as uh, let's say as tactical. not not just tactical boss, but as a scout, as a player finder. Um, how do I put this? So, okay, I we'll get to Pochettino later on in the episode, but I still think that it's time for a change. If United really has the pieces to reach the top three. It just has dysfunctional pieces, which is not balanced right now, but it can just change with one or two signings. So, what do you think about this, boss? Well, I think United started the season with lots of, you know, mixed results. And, like, when they're winning, they're not convincing enough. I think the only game people would say that they won convincingly was... I don't know. I don't know. I mean... I would say Leipzig for the Man United fans, but still, personally, I don't think that was a good game won by them. It was just, you know, yeah, but United have a lot of major issues, uh, mainly their centre-back. I think before they signed Juan Bissaka and Harry Maguire, uh, they were worse, but now that they've signed them, spending over $120 on two of them, they haven't still sorted their defence out, and as you said, there's no solidity or you know the balance in the team and especially in the midfield because all all the players are uh, more towards the offensive you know mind and the defensive players like Matic and McTominay McTominay has you know up and downs and Matic is just old and he cannot you know play or sustain the whole season and Fred is just Fred so you know United has a lot of things to sort out, especially, you know, now let me talk about this. Like, Marcus Rashford is supposedly, along with Bruno Fernandes, supposedly the main man. What happens if these yes. two don't 
perform on that day, you know, then it's United has no source of creativity or goals. Say if Bruno Fernandez is injured, who are they going to rely on? This okay, Donny Van der Beek, who is not, you know, doing pretty well in the United life. Not he I not don't know. He's just not getting chances, but I still think he's a good player. He, I mean, overall, he's a good signing. He could turn out to be a good signing, but we have to see how that blossom. Anyway, now we have talked a little bit about Ole. So I'll ask you once again, do you really think Ole isn't the man for the job? I think Ole did his job. It's not that he's not the man for the job. He did his job for United. He stabilized it. United is a top top six, top five Euro, uh, Europa League locked and Champions League chance team through and through. Now, yeah. based on the talent they have, the nurturing of Rashford, he got everything he needed with that. Yeah. But what I also think is that it's time for a change only because I know of what's the possibility. And I don't think Solskjaer is good. He, he brought the stability and I, I think he's a good manager. Maybe he will do well. Maybe he should be assistant manager. For all I know, he can help the dressing room a lot. Uh, but I think it's time for a change. And that brings us to their current problems. So, boss... What exactly is the current problems, the main problems which they need to address or what Solskjaer needs to address before a new manager comes in? Well, you know, I, I see United, as I said, they have a lot of issues, they have a lot of problems. And, well, you know, as you have seen the pundits and, you know, a lot of uh, former players say that United, this United team lack in personality and that is why they're not performing well, you know, back then, if you remember, United always had that leader, that person who would guide the team, in, you know, in, in the lineup, in the squad. It's it's a huge plus. But right now, United lack that personality, that kind of person to, you know, push but the team Bruno, when they're down. Who's that kind of person? Yes, but Bruno is that kind of person. But still, it's not enough, Arvin. It's not enough for this Man United team. They're not... You know, mentally good enough, I think. And Ole is trying his best to manage that. As you have seen, United have uh, mixed results. Like, the game against Everton, I mean, mm-hmm. hands down to the FA because the way they set up the schedule was was just unacceptable. And United played a good game and they beat Everton away. So, you know, what do you I... Sorry? Why did you say unacceptable? No, because, um, see, uh, United played away in Istanbul on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then they have a game on Saturday, which is the first game of the EPL. Whereas teams like Liverpool played on Tuesday night, I think at home as well. And they played on Sunday as one of the last games. So, you know, the rest of the players are getting. Yeah, that, that, I, that makes sense. But I think it's just based on like... Playing in Istanbul and then coming back home, it's not Champions League and FA has different schedules. You don't look at each other and then one gives priority to another. So you can't really blame FA. 
No, I think you can because, you know, even Ole Gunnar Solskjaer gave an interview that the FA should at least look up. I mean, if United play when Liverpool and City played. FA can just say Champions League should look up. No, I mean, you cannot change Champions League, right? I mean, I don't know, it's set up like that, but it's, it's, see, it's both ways, Arvin, but like, all I'm saying is, FA could have played United game on Sunday as well, not on Saturday. You know why I put United first first game, 12 p.m. of of the Premier League game week. Why? Like, that's just harmful to the players, and they have so many games to play. Like, especially during the international break and what not. Every time you're soft about this, but sure, you're the first advocate for VAR too. So what can I say? Either ways. So, do you think Ole is the right man? I think he doesn't deserve to be sacked yet. That's all. That's that's what I'm trying to say because I think he's got it in him. But maybe, maybe he isn't the right man. But I think let's give him another season or two. Let's see what he can do because you know I, I, he still had good runs, good performances, like especially during the after lockdown last season when United. Like I think were on like a 12 games unbeaten run and they finished third. So credit to Ole. And I think he, 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 he doesn't deserve to be sacked. But anyway, I'll just ask you, in case he's sacked and Pochettino comes in, do you think he'll improve the team? Well, first let me address what you said. I think that if Ole is given another year or two, what's going to happen is another team is just going to snap up Poch. And that'd be it. I think Pochettino and United are like a pair of gloves fitting a hand because it's like it's a match made. Like Pochettino wants a club which has which will give him I think if Pochettino has to join a new club, he will of course make sure that he gets full control over the transfer policy. Because in Tottenham he did not get that. And he disliked it there. So when it comes to United or any club he joins next, he's going to make sure that he gets transfer um, transfer fluidity, that he gets to choose. He gets control over transfers. Mm-hmm. I also believe that Pochettino is the kind of manager who can take an uh, above-average team and make them title contenders. He did it with a below-average team like Spurs. I'm not going to... T- say bad things about Ole. He has done a great job, but if you give him a season or two more, then Pochettino is gone. That is why I want Poch to join United right now, for United's sake. And, but I think that if Poch does join, yeah, he's, he's the best fit for United. He's the right, right manager for United. If Solja gets sacked, or if anything, because that guy can... he He's an amazing manager. Uh, he's a good man manager. All, all the players love him. And that's a young squad like United. Um, he can sort out the defense a bit by bit. Um, and I also think... he I don't know if he's a tactician or not. But I know for a fact that he can drive... The fact that... Tottenham under him came back from 2-0 to win 3-2 in the same game, in the same half. Mm-hmm. It shows the character. It shows a character which not only is Poch, but what a character Poch's team plays with. And that's a United character, according to me. 
Poch is like the perfect United manager. If you go back in history and go past Alex Ferguson, I think Poch is the kind of manager who can represent Alex Ferguson's fig- figure type. But, and I also knew that Poch was also strict. Poch also was strict with his players. In fact, more strict than Mourinho is what some would say. And that, that, that's, that's something else, you know. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that's my point, boss. I think Poch is the right fit. I think Poch should be a, a Man United and the Glazers should make a move for Poch. And if they do, within the next four seasons, they'll get a Premier League. Hmm. Fair enough. I think you know. After listening to your points, I, I, I think that yeah, it could make sense because you know, I don't know what's wrong with Tottenham or and Arsenal. I mean, these two teams are somewhat reluctant to spend the money, in a way. And I think with Posh, when he was at uh, Spurs, he didn't get enough financial backing, like getting his top targets and stuff like that. So, but still, he did a great job, like. Getting Tottenham Hotspur to the UCL final, that is their best ever feat so far in over, I don't know, a decade, a century? Not sure, but now that you said that when he comes to United, he would get that backing from the Glazers or whatnot. I think it could really benefit both, you know, Posh and United. Posh can finally win a trophy and United can also get back to their glory days, you know. Like if can Posh finally win. Yeah, they can finally win something or challenge and, you know, not be a troll club anymore. I think Posh can come in and change that. Yeah, could make sense if he gets the proper backing and, you know, everything works. You talk about Arsenal and Spurs reluctant to spend. But not like this way. I think if Arsenal and Spurs did spend, there would be no club called Chelsea today. That, uh, 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 you can say that, whatever. That you is not something we're gonna address. That, nah, that is not something we're gonna address in this episode. But okay, you know, did you know that Arsenal was on the verge of signing Hakim Ziyech last season? They were not willing to pay. I think the extra five million pounds, and they lost on Hakim Ziyech. And they bought Thomas Partey, who I still think is not a good signing for the amount of money they spent. Yeah, I mean, just giving an extra to the audience, we're not really talking about Arsenal, but, you know, it's turning out that the worst signing this season for Arsenal is Aubameyang. It's hard to say, but he's turning out to be... Lacazette, bro? No, man. Lacazette is doing fine, but Aubameyang, after penning the new deal, he's horrendous. All his touches, his runs, oof. No goals, no I trust in Aubameyang, so we'll see. He could change, obviously. Uh, but I think, yeah, leaving Arsenal out of it and United is in such a position like Arsenal. They can change it all around. They just need a spark. For United, I think it's Poch. For Arsenal, I think it's maybe another signing or maybe it's a new system. You remember how in Chelsea, um, Antonio Conte just changed to the 3-4-3 and revolutionized, revolutionized and dominated in such a way that, oh my God, it was crazy back then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. The team can have a spark and I think the, t- the two teams that need a spark and if they do get that spark and do best the most is Arsenal and uh, Arsenal and uh, United. Man United. 
by the way, just another thing for the audience, and this is appreciating Chelsea from my side. I think the only other club in the world that can defeat uh, Bayern Munich on a two-leg piece currently is Chelsea. And this is not wow. saying Chelsea is the second club in the world, but it's saying that Chelsea has found the spark. Chelsea mm-hmm. has found the spark somehow. They're defensively good. They are good offensively. They are, they're great offensively. They have some of the best talents in the world in their offensive front front line. They yeah. have some of the best. They have some of the best fullbacks. Very good defense with a leader. They got a new goalkeeper. I don't know if he's good enough. We'll see. It's consistency over anything else. But if that keeper can do well, I think Chelsea is the only other club in the world that can defeat Bayern Munich over two legs right now. Wow, that's a rare high praise from you, Arvind. But yeah, I'm I happy speak the truth. Never said any lie on this show. <clears throat> I... <clears throat> okay, but well, getting on to Man United, uh, I have said my things about Porsche. Do you have anything to add on? Not really. I think, as I said, Porsche is the best signing possible for United, and I hope they make it happen. That's all. Yeah, okay. All right, then. I think that would be it for this Man United episode. Just hang in there a little bit more, guys. The international break is about to get over. Anyway, we'll oh, see you guys. Sorry? Now, we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you. Cheers. <laughs>